Welcome to the MD Show. You are in the zone with Bianca Banks and Jasmine Shannon. Two women touching on current and cultural events, discussing generational perspectives. We are mother and daughter, women of color on our grind. Buckle up your seatbelts and welcome to the, the MD Show. Welcome to the MD Show here on Dash Radio, Voice of Reason Station. I am Bianca Banks. And I am Jasmine Shannon. Woo, how you feeling today? Great, great, great. How are you, Mama? I, I am feeling strong and determined and right because all of these are reminiscent of today's, all of these feelings are reminiscent of today's guest. Um, this was like one of the hardest introductions I've ever had to do. So I'm just going to make it simple. Um, wow. My brother, um, Senator Isidore Hall. <laughs> Yay. Hey. <laughs> we love you. Thank you for joining us. Hey, I am so honored uh, to be here with family, to with my niece and my sis, and you guys know I love you, and it's just, it's really, it's really great to see you guys doing big things. I'm so proud, and I mean, you know, what can I say? I love you. I love you both. And you guys are beautiful. I haven't, I haven't seen you on face in a long time, so I'm so happy to see your faces. <laughs> I know. It's like, okay. Like, so we've obviously learned from you that this has worked out very well for you because <laughs> you're looking like super fine over there. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> you're not going to leave me, leave me in the dust. <laughs> well, I, I have dropped pounds significantly because I was d- determined not to get the Corona gut, you know, <laughs> you know, sitting in the house having food, you know, spinning out of control. I was like, I'm going to come out on the other side of this better uh, than I was going in. So, so, Absolutely. so out of control, right? <laughs> and I, feel me- like I, I feel like my mom and I also have been on that wave. I mean, we've been hiking and working out outside, swimming. So we've definitely wanted to come out of the situation better and stronger. Well, you both are looking flawless, so you know what can I say, you guys? But you guys always, both of you, have always been able to maintain, of, the of beauty, course, the California beauty. <laughs> Please, who are you talking to? I'm your sister. Exactly. So that's, that's that's the code. That's one on one, baby. I'm like, <laughs> what? Uh uh-uh. uh. That's a fact. Ready to ready at all times. <laughs> You were probably in your pool yesterday, huh? Yes, she was. She was FaceTiming me from there. Um, I'll be on the phone with her, and I'll be like, Mom, why do I have driplets of water? She's like, I'm in the pool right now. Let me call you back. I'm like, oh, man. You know, I got this this new floaty I have to share, and it's like a donut, and it has, like, blue frosting on it with, like, sprinkles. I so I just I just float around. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know what to say about that. You know, I just oh, float around. I don't know what to say, but you that's know what? the closest. That's the closest to the quarantine that we're gonna get. Is hey, that amen. is that blue floaty? Amen. You better because you know you go around mom, and I don't need mom getting sick because y'all being negligent. 
you know, so yeah, so I need y'all to be right. And I need to see you on the other side of this. You know, it's it's so crazy because this Corona thing, I call it the snake because it's vicious and venomous, you know, and you don't see it, but when it attacks you, you know it, you know, Um, it's so interesting because this thing is just taking over uh, the lives of so many people. And I've had so many people uh, that have perished or that have Mm. been infected by this virus, this snake, Mm. you know, and it's just Mm -hmm. incredible the impact that it's having. At first they said it was an adult thing. Then they, now they're saying that kids can get it. At first they said kids can't get it. Now we're finding out that they're asymptomatic and possibly even spreaders, you know? So it's very interesting how for the first time since uh, over almost a hundred years since the Spanish flu, you know, that we're seeing something like this, not just in America, but globally and the fiscal impact that it's having on our society. I saw uh, our GDP in the nation went down 33% in the last quarter, the lowest it's been in the history of America. California, our tax has reduced significantly since March to May by 44% the tax income in America because of a virus. Mm-hmm. And so we're, 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 we're close to uh, 670, uh, uh, not, uh, what was it? Uh, I'm sorry, uh, almost um, uh, 250,000 deaths you know, over this virus and and almost 4.5 million people infected already in California, in California. So we are we're we're in a serious, serious uh, dilemma and that we've got to take this thing serious. I mean, it's not for play. You got to wash your hands. You got to wear a mask. You got I even have like (laughs) I have the big plastic face like me too goggle thing that I wear, you know, Um and and I have hand sanitizer in my car. I have it in my truck. I have it at the house. You know, I have it at the office. You know, I have it everywhere because I don't want to one be affected, but I don't want. I want to be responsible so I don't infect others as well. If I were to get it, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think I think I see um, a lot of people that I know that you know most people that we. All, all three know yeah. that live here in Los Angeles are not really, they're not from here. Right. Um, so they don't have like families or, you know what I mean? Or like children or, you know, or, or loved ones that are, that are local and close that they're around daily. <clears throat> and I think that that's where you're seeing um, all of these like groups coming together and kind of being, you know, very irresponsible on the weekends or whatever during the week at these different gatherings. But I think for us, you know what I mean, um, uh, is it's really important that, um, you know, that we're that we're vigilant in our in our daily regimens because we both have parents that are are with us and that we, you know, have to care for mm-hmm. and that we see, you know, on a daily basis, pretty much. Um, and so, you know, I know for us. Um, like I'm getting tested every week, Brylin, um, and I, and, um, and now, um, I think I mentioned to you a couple of days ago that we were just, um, able to receive, um, at my office, like the, uh, the, uh, at, at home kits. So it's like a finger prick test. Um, oh, that's I, did I mention that to you. Oh, what? okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm so coming if, right. So it's like, if you need to be around somebody, uh, 
Go ahead and take this test before you come in. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. I'm gonna leave it in the driveway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all saw y'all saw Oprah. Did everyone see what Oprah did? Oprah no. invited the news station. She goes, Yes, you may interview me, but you may stay in my guest house for two weeks. She had her guests. I think it was Good Morning America or something. They stayed in her guest house for two weeks. And they showed at the end of the two weeks them coming to her door. She's like, thank you for doing that. Welcome in. And I was like, this lady said, stay at my guest house for two weeks. We'll have full. I'm sure they, she had breakfast, lunch, and dinner provided. Everyone already knows that she, she had them taken care of for those two weeks. That was probably the best two weeks ever. Yeah, so that was no. her version. That was her version. Hey, I don't blame her. You know, I'm not I'm not messing around with this snake. You know, let me tell you something. I uh I I you're not coming to my house right now. You know, I told mm -hmm. I told stole some of my fraternity brothers, they were like, hey, let me <laughs> it's like, oh no, sir, you're not coming. <laughs> it was so funny because at the at the beginning of the pandemic, um we had received like this shipment of masks. And so I was telling Isidore, I was like, I'm going to drive by and throw it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and we yeah. literally have been, have not, this is the first time we've seen each other in months, months, months. months. You know what? Since the beginning of the pandemic in February, in February, and you literally like, uh, yeah, I have some masks, brother, but I, I'm going to throw them out. And you literally did that. I did. Because <laughs> it's did. serious. You know, it's so serious. Can I can I just say, you know, and I hate to I don't you know, I'm I got to I got to talk about this. And if that with your permission, um, you know, the Republicans are being very negligent right now, you know, by not um being responsible about this mass situation. Uh, the president has, in my opinion, he's exacerbated the issue. Uh, he has fueled uh, the, 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 he provides fuel to the fire when it comes to this pandemic. Why? Because at a time when he should have been telling uh, the nation that this thing is real, you know, wear a mask, he's like, oh, it's okay, you don't have to do that. You don't have to wear a mask. You know, you can't catch it. It's not that serious. Just take some uh take some Clorox bleach or and, and it'll go away. You know, he was he was he was faming or fanning the flames on this instead of being responsible. Now you have Republican senators, those who once said this was not serious, now you having them drop in with the virus. You know, you have Florida, the governor DeSantis with his crazy idiotic behind who doesn't deserve to be a governor, let known be dog catcher is not being responsible. And all the people in Florida are now con contracting this virus uh, that they can't even get a, a hold of. And so it's really, really bad to see that we have such irresponsible leaders not stepping up at a time when America is in devastating crisis. It's horrible. It's, it's, it's horrible. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. to see this man on television not taking or being responsible is just devastating. Mm -hmm. We've talked about this um, in previous shows about um, the lack of leadership um, that we have right now. And um, I mean, just 
as it relates to every every aspect of anything that you are seeing um, and witnessing living in history, um, you know, Black Lives Matters, um, <clears throat> of a plethora of social issues. Um, even, you know, we discussed also earlier that this is affecting um, <clears throat> people that don't have means, you know what I mean? So it's like, we are blessed that we have um, homes to quarantine in. We're blessed that um, that we even have like Postmates, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that we even have Uber Eats, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, um, because even like yesterday, I was driving around downtown L.A. and like the line um, to Panda Express was like wrapped around the corner. OK. And but it was like it was very, um, you know what I mean? It just struck a chord with me because I'm I'm like. These are people that um, I'm sure, you know, um, require assistance. And it's like, this is all that they can provide. Like, there's really no healthy choices that are available. You know what I mean? Because we all, we all know. I mean, we all, we all go to Whole Foods. You're not going to leave there without spending a couple hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know that, unfortunately, in order to have a healthy diet, it costs more money. And it shouldn't. And I know um, you, Isadora, have been responsible for so many programs that you've brought to the underserved communities, just as far as, you know, fresh uh, vegetables and fresh food. And you know what I mean? And just providing and, and, and just, you know, because people need to have arms extended to them, especially, you know what I mean, in these circumstances. The fact that we are have, you know, ex- just this mass lack of leadership I, it's just beyond me. I mean, I just, I can't even understand what I'm really even listening to with like when he, when the president talks. Yeah. And, and jazz, did you want to say something? Yeah. I was going to piggyback off of just what the president has been saying, um, kind of piggybacking off of what you're saying and how people are just not being responsible. And also mommy saying, um, you know, he's just not, it's just, it's bizarre. It's almost like a, a joke to me when I, when I heard even Trump say, Oh, well let's, and let's, let's inject, like, let's figure out a way that they can inject, you know, these disinfectant, um, Right. You know, like what? <laughs> like it just almost seemed, it, it, or even like what you're saying, how he was like, well, I don't need to wear a mask. Like I don't have the virus. And then, or even like the, the little things that he was doing, like when um doc, the doctor was talking and he, he, the doctor talked, or was it, the, it was the lady and he bought, he like ran away from her. And right. it, it's almost like a joke. It's almost like, you know, he obviously doesn't have a lot of political experience before his presidential run. And it shows. And I think it's 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 sickening that it's funny to him. You know, what I'm saying he he likes to see people suffer. I mean, yeah. this even goes back to his show. Yes. He loved seeing people cry and suffer and be all up in a twist because of something that he did. This is this is some you know, we saw this even when he was doing The Apprentice. But just, you know, now it's you know, you're in control of our entire nation and you're the same person, you know, and you're, and you're, and, and you're, everything is a joke to you. 
you know, so it scares me, you know, as someone who's supposed to be a leader, just make this whole thing, you know, he's, un, he does, he's unintelligent. He's, un, he does not know what he's talking about, you know, and it's just, it's just sickening. I think it's, it's, it, it, it makes me upset because the young children. And for me, you know, I have a nine-year-old brother. It's like, he, you know, that scares me for the young, for the younger generation. And I, well, well, you're right. And you said something that is, that is very significant in this conversation. You said he enjoys to see people suffer. When you have an insecure individual, seeing someone else suffer makes you feel bigger than what you are. He's insecure. So the only way he can feel secure is making someone feel as if they need him. And so he'll knock you down. He'll make you feel like that you need, you need him just so that he can feel better. Well, well when, when hurting people, when, when hurting people makes you feel better, that's a sickness. That is a mental illness. This guy has a mental illness. How is it so that giving someone $600 a week, a bad thing because they are suffering, so you're saying you don't deserve $600 a week. You deserve $200 a week. When you're sitting in Taj Mahal, when you're sitting at the Trump Towers, when you're flying around on your private planes and your and your family is sitting there in, in, in gold lace chairs, you're saying $200 or $600 a week for someone that has four kids and no job because the jobs have been closed, the, the stores have been closed is, is a lot of money. That is not a lot of money. And as and as and as as uh, Bianca said, when you go to the store, you're spending three or four hundred dollars in groceries, and that's only the last for a week. That's only the last for a week, and you've got four or five kids, no job. You don't you you, you. in in Compton, California, in Compton, California, to rent a one bedroom apartment in Compton, California, is fifteen eleven to fifteen hundred dollars. Okay, and by the way, Compton is a nice community, contrary to popular belief. But it's eleven to fifteen hundred dollars. Okay, when you talk about food, we talk about expenses. When you talk about uh, light bills and gas bill, you talk about you know uh, gas for your car, car no twenty four was that twenty four hundred dollars a month is going to go like that. It's going to go like that. And and they're saying, oh, you can you only need eight hundred dollars a month to be able to survive when you when you're unemployed and taking care of kids. I don't get it. When when Mitch McConnell, when Mitch McConnell, the Senate leader in, in Congress, made last year alone over eight million dollars just on his business, eight million dollars. He is out of loop, out of touch, the president's out of touch. They don't even they don't even they don't even know what six hundred dollars will do for someone because that's how far removed they are from reality. I was watching CNN today and uh, they were saying that the Republicans and Democrats are still so far. There's like a, a, a gaping hole uh, when it comes to where they are in their negotiations. And I think the six hundred six two hundred six hundred dollar issue is in the forefront of the conversations right now. It's horrible. 
It's horrible. Yeah, I was um, um, watching this morning, too, as I was texting you. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm like, it's very hard for me to really comprehend. Um, But it does make sense. And what you're saying is that, you know, you're talking about someone who's insecure, a narcissist, um, you know, so they do feel like or he does feel like, you know, I'm, I'm helping. I'm doing a great service. You know what I mean? You should be grateful for what I'm doing, you know? Um, well, yeah. But I, and I, we talked about this um, last episode also that these, you know, that really, I believe that we should really go back down to those hard shutdowns. That, that really needs to happen. Um, however, the trauma that that would bring the economy um, and then, you know what I mean, as just, that would just be traumatic on so many different levels. But in order to get, you know, and then it's like the the stimulus checks that, you know, that's $1,200. Or if you're saying, you know, just that alone, Plus, you know, any other expenses that you have, it's like, that's just not enough. And I feel that the government should have provided more um, assistance, you know, you know what I mean? To, yeah. to where we are. Sure. Um, and then, and then it's like, you have other people that have found ways, you know, other people or groups that are finding ways to help people, but then they find themselves to in a bad situation because they've overextended themselves. Yeah trying to, you know what I mean, pull, you know, I guess make up or catch up the slack that, you know, that other people haven't received. So it's just, it's just all bad. You know, it's, it's one of those things you, you, and you, you, you're, you're absolutely right. You know, it's, you, you have to question, do we have a hard shutdown? And if we have another hard shutdown, we, we actually need a national hard shutdown. Mm-hmm. There needs to be, there needs to be uniformity across the nation on this issue um, just to get rid of this thing and figure, have a plan, have a strategic plan of how to eradicate this virus. And that comes with a national plan, a national shutdown. Uh, mm-hmm. Listen, the football teams, the marathons, the NBA, Olympic games, um, tennis, all those things have shut down. Right. All of that has shut down hundreds of millions of dollars have uh, have been just basically washed away, right? Because people cannot come together in a corporate setting, at a stadium, uh, at a school, so forth and so on, because of the super spreading that would take, take effect. You, you saw Herman Cain uh, went mm. to a Trump rally and got the snake, you know, because... Because Trump was not being responsible at his rally. Now he 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 passed, as you know, mm-hmm. a few days ago because mm-hmm. Trump was irresponsible at his own rally. I think a national shutdown is gonna be critical. Yes, it's gonna hurt a little bit. Yes, the kids are gonna have to be at home. And I know parents are losing their mind because the kids are at home, they're not teachers, they're like, I can't take this. You know, I know for fact, 
I know for a fact that parents are losing their minds because the kids are at home. They're like, what am I going to do? It's driving me crazy. But that's what is going to have to happen. This is a temporary, this is temporary pain for an eternal good later, you know? And so we have to make that sacrifice, you know, for the better of ourselves, for the better of our friends, for the better of our families, for the better of our nation. That's something that we have to do. And as Bianca said earlier, our leadership is fragmented. Our leadership is absent. And at a time when we need leadership the most. Absolutely. And now parents are going to be leaders in the home with this new way Ah. of educating and schooling the young ones. But just a reminder, we are practicing responsible radio from three separate locations. And we have our amazing guest, Senator Isidore Hall today. Happy to be Going into um, schooling. I mean, Brylan is just now started pre fourth grade. Um, he's going into the fourth grade. So what they're doing, you know, every obviously every school district is going to do something a little different, but they're prepping him to start the fourth grade. So he mm-hmm. does an hour and a half. My mom will get a little bit into that. Um, I'll let her explain that because I honestly don't know the details. Um, I just know. I just know. You do. Actually, you do know the details. I'm proud of you. You've been listening to me. Go ahead. (laughs) No, but I do know he started today doing his fourth grade prep and it was an hour and a half and they did math, um, English and science, mom. Yeah, math, English, and science, um, a little prep, you know, to get their minds ready for the next level, which I think is like a great way for teachers and educators to prepare young minds because normally, you know, they would have their schooling and then they would go through summer and then they would maybe go to summer school or they would have some form of extracurricular um, to kind of prep their minds for the next grade. So I'm glad that they're doing that. And I'm glad that they've figured out some ways to at least help parents um, you know, you know, have some type of break. I know, um, for another school district in Northern California, they're giving them three different options. The parents, three options. They're giving them the option to do at home schooling all the way until January. So all the way until that next break, they're asked, they're also giving them an option to do half and half where they do um, online school or they can go in or they can have the option to just go in. But then it's like, you know, I think it's like a small classroom, maybe, you know, five to 10 students. And um, it's interesting because at least they're giving parents an option. I think that that's good because for some parents who are in the office all day or don't have the at home um, option to work, they're at least giving themselves time to, communicate with their jobs um, and, you know, in a way to balance, um, you know, hey, I have kids, but I also need to work. So how can we make this work? Mom, what's kind of your experience? Did they give you an option? What kind of do you, what's your experience from a parental standpoint? So, yeah. So basically we have the same uh, models um, to choose from. Um, we can do the hybrid program 50-50. So it's your child is at school 50% of the time, um, meaning though, um, like not past lunch. So it would be like, you know, eight to 12. Um, 
and then um, the other the other half the other half of the week um, it would be a distance learning program, and then that's how um, or you can just do um, distance learning the whole year through. Um, my concern is that of course of course I would like for my son to have um, social socialization. I think that's very important. Um, you know, and it's and it's even I, th- I think a little bit more of like a thumbnail for me because he's the only child now in the house. So it's like, you know, it's like when you grew up, you know, you had so many brothers and sisters, you know what I mean? So it's like, even if you couldn't go to school, like you all entertained each other, you know, I have brother, you know, so forth. So, but it's like with just him being the single, uh, the only child, it's like, you know, it's a little bit more challenging. I feel like for him. Um, So of course I'm, Ryan is not an only child. (laughs) So of course I'm thinking about that. However, this weekend, I don't know if you guys heard that, you know, Georgia was like one of the um, school di- school districts, states to have, you know, they've already started their school and they had um, summer programs and they had an outbreak last no weekend. They right? had 600 campers and half of the campers, I think it was like 347, 344 were infected. These are children from the ages um, of six through thirteen. You know what I'm saying? Whoa! So I just so not- then it's yeah. So then it's like, well, then what happens? Because even though children, you know, children um, can very much, you know, realistically um, test positive for coronavirus. Um, symptomatic may may be a different conversation. Right. However, your child comes home, parents are infected, parents go to work, parents go to the store, right. parent, you, you know what I mean? So now here we are again. And especially if you, um, have, sorry, especially if you have a grandparent, so you got the parent and a grandparent, right? Correct. Or just all those things. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> right. So right. it's like, so for me, I, I'm very, you know, it's like, I just want him to have distance learning. I actually signed him up for the hybrid program only because if you do the hybrid program, um, you're, you'll, well, let me back up a little bit. So no matter what program you choose, as you know, Senator, in the state of California, our governor, there are orders. Our county is on the watch list. In order for, you know, any, um, at, at school program to be to you know to function or to start or whatever um, to launch, the county has to be off of the watch list for 14 consecutive days. Right. Realistically speaking, is that ever going to happen? Right. The county of Los Angeles, no. no, right? So I signed him up for the hybrid program because at least with the hybrid model, even though they're distant. They're, they will be practicing distance learning. It will be with peers from their school. If you sign up for the distance learning model only, it's it, it's basically children from all over the district. So I want him to be just with his, like the people that he already knows that are from his school. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but if that program is activated, the, like when, it, when, if they can go to school, I can then switch him to the distance learning program. Like you can go back and forth. So you don't have to, you know what I mean? Stay regimented with 
one model. Right. Well, I, I'm okay with the distance learning. Uh, but Me I, too. I, I mean, I'm okay with the distance learning. And I'm also okay with a hybrid program as long as it's responsible. Um, the reality is, and, and this is a, I, I've done a couple of shows like this one and have been on multiple conference calls and have done a few shows like this one. And again, thank you both uh, for having me on the show today. Um, thank it, you for joining us. Absolutely. <laughs> and thank you for just all of your wonderful sentiments that you've no. shared so far. <laughs> and I know I'm giving you, um, you know, chili this morning. Hey. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I like that. that was a side note. Go ahead. Right, right, right. That was inside joke. <laughs> um, um, but you know, um, the reality is, is that this is going to be somewhat of a new normal. Uh, people are finding out that you don't necessarily have to go to class to learn. Now, mm -hmm. some colleges have already figured that out a while ago. Colleges now are like, well, we don't have to build five new brick and mortar buildings. We can save that money and have distance learning and still get the same thing. You know, then you have then you have companies that are saying, well, we don't have to have a hundred people in the building and pay those that big mortgage payment. You know, we can do the same thing. Here, I know, <laughs> I know. You know, I can't wait to talk. <laughs> you know, but my point is, is that this is the this is going to be somewhat of the new normal, and people are figuring out how to survive in this Corona pandemic. And believe it or not, post Corona, post Corona, some of these same new lifestyles and behaviors are going to exist post-corona, post-corona. You know, all of the boards that I serve, <laughs> I'm mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. I don't want to hear any pushback about how I'm calling in. Because, you know, that was my thing. It's like, <laughs> you know, you call in, you <laughs> right. make your introduction, right, right. give your report. <laughs> and, you know, and it's like, and, and it was like this whole thing of like, you know, like Bianca attended per phone, you know, it, it's like, I don't want to hear any of that because <laughs> you can do it from wherever you are. Yeah. Right. Everybody has to do it. All and the boys are calling too. in. Right. Of course they had, they had Dr. Fauci testifying from home. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I spoke to Dr. Harding, uh, for those of you listening. So I was speaking to Dr. Uh, 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 Dr. Uh, Young the other day, Harding. And he was saying that he's doing the uh, the exams, uh, the like virtual stuff, telemed, telemed. He's doing all that stuff, and you know, and it's it, some of the patients are actually enjoying it because they don't have to. There's a sense of discomfort when they have to go to a doctor's office, you know, and it's like anxiety, you know. But if you can just call me like this, it's it eases the the anxiety and you feel a lot better. Go ahead. Go ahead. Even um, this, uh, I think about two weeks ago, I thought I had an ear infection. And so I, I was like, do I go to the doctors? You know? So I went, this was an experience. And I think it's really awesome because it talked, this deals directly with 
um, people being afraid of the doctor's office. So I, I pull up, there was someone at the entrance and they said, ma'am, what are you here for? I said, I think I have an ear infection. So they gave me a piece of paper and I had a phone number on it. They're like, okay, we're going to have our people lead you to a parking spot and then you'll get further direction. He pages in. I literally felt like I was, I had a secret service. He pages <laughs> in, They say the, the model of makeup my car, they say, and they said, patient coming your way, please direct to the spot parking spot. Then there's a person standing there. They put me into this parking spot. I called the number and then I spoke with the doctor and they said, okay, ma'am, please tell me your symptoms. And so I told them my symptoms and then the doctor came to my car with what she needed. They, and they said, at that point, once you tell the symptoms, they either direct you inside or they tell you to wait in the car. So she literally came to my car, gave me a diagnosis, which was, I was fine. You know, she just was kind of like drink more water, like make sure, you know, you're maintaining that. And I was like, wow, this is great. Like no one can really say, oh, I'm afraid to go to the doctor. It was easy. I didn't get off my car once and it was over and done with. Yeah. So I think that it definitely is a, a great, it, you know, I think that in general, because of this pandemic, there's a lot of cons, obviously. It's really sad to see people go through what they're going through. But then I think it's it's interesting to see all different types of inter- industries be innovative in how they can still make money, how they can still, you know, run their business so that they can be successful. Um, and even in the doctor situation, you know, that's, that's, that's practicing safety in regards to people getting, you know, catching the virus or it just, it's, it it made me feel safe. I felt like I was fine. Um, I didn't feel like I was afraid to look at people or be around people, even though I'm wearing a mask. So I thought, I think that that's really great. And it also goes to show how many people are really taking it seriously and changing their business. Right, right, right. Right. You know she's not telling that story right, Isadora. How did it go? How did it go? Tell me. <laughs> Brother. Oh, she was like, Mommy, I have an ear infection. Can you call me in something? I was like, no. Go to the doctor. <laughs> because, you know, we, we love self-medicating. I was like, go to the doctor. She's like, I already know what it is. I was like, no. I said, why do you think I'm paying for insurance? Go to, to the doctor. The doctor. <laughs> and, of course... They were like, you don't have an ear infection. I'm like, see, you we would have, you know what I mean? You would have been ill prescribed. <laughs> right. Because right. <You, laughs> right. now she's she's uh she's self-diagnosing herself, right? <laughs> I mean, like, I know, but we're so we're so used to it though. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We are, yeah. you know. One of the things we talked about that I wanted to kind of retouch on was um sports because I feel like the NBA may have gotten it right. You don't know. It's like so for everybody that doesn't know, um, they you know, the the teams that are continuing the playoffs, they were like they're like in this like NBA bubble. Mm-hmm. So which is like in um, at um, Disney Disney World. So they had to quarantine as soon as they got there for 14 days. You have to wear you know, you have to wear your mask at all times. You have to practice safety precautions. And, um, and there's like, there's like a, um, there's like a, uh, like a tip line. So like, if you're not, you know what I mean? Practicing whatever, or if you like leave the bubble or whatever it is, you know what I mean? You can kind of like report somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, and they tested. So, and then they have to test. So after the quarantine, they have to test every other day. And then last Friday 
they tested everybody and they had zero positive tests. Yes. Um, but then they received a tip on Saturday that somebody went to the strip club, so they may yeah. not be able to come back. Did you see yeah. that? I saw that. So it was, uh, uh, um, <laughs> it was, uh, Zion, no, not Zion. Um, what is his name? He was in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm like, of, yeah. cor of course, he, he was in Atlanta. He was like, I gotta go to the, I can't even say, like, what? I'm, not gonna, I'm not going there. <laughs> Lord, okay. So, cause you know, I was, I, 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 uh, like, you can't, it? you can't, you can't hold down. You can't stop a lap dance. Come on, man. For, it's for just, three months. It's irresponsible. Uh, it, what, what, what was his name? He was with the Clippers. He plays for the Clippers. Um, um, Lou Williams. Uh, Lou Williams. Yes. Lou Williams. Yeah. He, so, he, he decided. And then, and then, and then, and then somebody, one of his friends put it out on Instagram and that's how they found out. Uh, he went to Magic City, Lord in heaven. What is Jesus. Magic City? That's horrible. That's like the that's like one of the biggest strip clubs and oldest ones, most most historic in in Atlanta. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what um, I don't know no, what that is. But no, okay. no. Um, and and then okay, but then moving to baseball, they've had some positive tests. Yeah. yeah. And football is like a disaster. Yeah. You had the head coach. Um, I think of the Eagles just tested positive. You have all these, you know what I mean, players that are testing positive. The preseason has um, been canceled. What's it's been totally you? canceled now? The preseason is canceled. We're going they, into they the cut, regular they cut season. It, they cut it. They Now it's that? Because I remember they cut preseason in half, but now it's... No, preseason is canceled. Wow. Preseason is canceled. Now we're looking forward to the regular season. What say you... Senator, about should we cancel altogether? What are I we going to do? Should. I think we should. Oh, um, I think we should. I, I because it's a hazard. You have people leaving uh, the bubbles, going out. You have people in ma major league baseball players that are uh, impacted adversely. They have people they have to go home to, uh, and they are saying, "Hey, I'm not playing." Some of them are opting out because they feel like their health is more important than a dollar right now. Uh, same thing with uh, the football, uh, uh, the National Football League. Listen, my brother uh, has well, my brother-in-law has uh, has season passes to uh, the Dodgers, and and uh, the Dodgers had to refund all the money back for the season tickets, you know, uh, because they can't play in the uh, in the in the stadium. Uh, and then the way that they're trying to play. Who's to say that they're not going to cross contaminate or, you know, pass the virus on? I think if we're going to lead, we've got to lead by example. We can't try to cheat lead. We got to lead. And we've got to, the exemplars in our societal exemplars have to lead by example. And this is one of the ways that we have to lead by example. Even, even in the beginning when, you know, everyone was openly coming out about the fact that they have the virus, all the celebrities to, and, yeah. and the, and the message, a part of that was make sure you guys stay home, make sure you guys, you know, keep your masks on, you know, you know, everything like that. And then now it's like, okay, now it's sports are about to start. And now it's like, okay, but we're going to play. Yeah. And it doesn't really make sense. It doesn't really make sense because the, when it comes to the NBA, you can't keep them in the bubble. 
That's just, you know, you can't, you can't keep them in the bubble for the entire season. The NBA season is 10 months. I would know because I was a dancer. So it's too long. You can't keep them away from their families because at this point they can't even see their families. Everything in the bubble is over FaceTime. They can't even go to Florida. If they do, it's probably, they can't even see them. So So it's interesting. What happened to Lou Williams then? Well, he probably wasn't in the he. So, on all teams go to the bubble. They only brought the teams that made it to the, that were in the top whatever to make it to playoffs. So, not no. They said he was in the bubble. He was in the bubble. So then he was they the got bubble. eliminated. Then they got eliminated. So, no, 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 no. What happened was is that he he was in the bubble, and he said he had to uh, leave to go see about his his sick grandfather. And, and so oh he got a pass to to leave the bubble and he went to Atlanta and he decided to go to a strip club. He was supposed to go see about his grandfather that was ill. Uh, and, it's, and he probably did that, you know, uh, but then he decided to go hang out at a strip club and get some lap dances. Apparently, I don't know, but that's what. Yeah. Happened. So there's obviously like. Yes, there's obviously like you know if they need to go to in an emergency they'll let them lose. Anyway, circumstances, yeah. Correct, but in general, it's like the bubble is working because they're not seeing anybody. That's not going to happen right. in the real world. They ha- these people aren't going to stay away from their families for for ha- for for ten months. So in my mind, as soon as that starts happening, all people are going to be positive. People are going to start because their families aren't. You know what I'm saying? So. I just don't think it's safe. I think if you have to keep someone in the bubble to play sports, then that should tell you. Yeah, right. There you go. Right. You know, listen. Look, Carl, Carl Towns' mom passed. He plays for, plays for the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. His mother, NBA player, his mother passed of the coronavirus. You know. Um, you know. You know. It, it, <laughs> Yeah, the, I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at what? the fact that that old boy from, you know, that was released from the bubble to go to Atlanta. He he said he was not getting uh, a strip. He wasn't getting this uh, a stripper. He said he was getting some chicken wings from from the strip club. From the strip club. But those chicken those chicken wings are good though from those strip clubs. Jasmine. <laughs> I can't. I'm like, there's nothing, is this my child? There's nothing like wings at a strip club. I'm just kidding. Oh, this is, you know what? This is, this is, this is your niece. That's why. Oh, we are Ooh. live and I'm not going to say what I want to say because <laughs> I would have, I'd, I'd be, I'd be, I'll get in trouble for it, for, for niece abuse right now. <laughs> <laughs> now I just, Hey, I have never had wings at a strip club. Let me just say that right now. Right. I do not like Wait. clubs. I run away from the strip club and I also am afraid to eat food at a strip club. Listen, I don't listen, know if listen. the chef is a stripper as well. So I just never know, but so, I've heard, no, is, I've heard is, that they're is, good. In. Right. This is jazz. Jazz is like, I'm not, I don't go to strip clubs. I'm just telling you what the people that go to strip clubs say. Wait a minute. <laughs> she said it wrong. She, she said it wrong. Instead of, instead I'm not, instead I'm of not, her I'm saying. I'm not a racist. I'm just telling you what the racists say. Instead of her saying, I've never been to a strip club. She said, I do not eat food at the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> no, I literally. We'll talk didn't. about that. That's, that's going to be another show topic. Yeah, I went with, uh, the last time I went was with our last guest, Lexi Pantera. 
and it was in Vegas, and that experience ruined okay. me. I will never go again. <laughs> Move it on. And she uh, ordered wings. So, and she ordered wings. Okay. Okay. So wait, wait. Let's get back on track real quick. So, brother. So you're saying basically, it just it there just needs, needs to be, to be a moratorium. Right. There needs to be a mm-hmm. straight up moratorium. Uh, in order to move our our country forward, to eradicate this virus, to put an end to people dying, to put an end to these stores being closed, uh, there needs to be a a, a, a a national moratorium on on these sports right now. And I just I hate to say it. I know I'm going to get opinions. I know people are going to be blowing me up because of it, and that's fine. When you have, when you've lost friends to this virus, as I have, you understand the severity of it. When my mother, when mom has to be in the home since February and she has not left out of that house in Long Beach, you know, since February, you know, same with my mom, you know, yeah, yeah, it's a problem. And let me tell you something it is difficult. To, and it's, it's hard to keep a senior citizen who's used to being socialized, is used to being socialized, going out, to keep them in a house that long is not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Or, or healthy, or healthy, healthy for their bodies. No, because they have to be out vibrant, moving around. Agility. Yeah. Agility. It's and not good. M- m- and, you know, their mental, their, their mental, mental exercises. Yeah. There, you know, but I was talking to um, somebody last week, just really quick, Jazz, um, and they were saying their mother is the same age uh, as my mother. That they um, <clears throat> that that they just drive around, like you know, like like every Friday they have like a different outing. So like they'll go to Malibu. They went, they drove uh, into Watts. They you know drove around all the different projects. They went downtown. They went to San Diego. Not that you have to get out the car. Yeah, right. Get it. Just something that exercises your mind. Your mind, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I told I told my mom, um, because you know, she's always like, um, are you going to the bank? Are you going? I'm like, mommy, gas up the car, because next Friday we're going on a field trip. Right. That's right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just so right. just so that yeah, yeah. You know, because it's like I want you to know what's going on, what the end of your street looks like. Yeah, right. Exactly. You, Yeah. Yeah. You got to do it. You got to do it. You got to do it. You don't have to get out the car, but you're going to be driving me. Yeah. You got to do it. You got to do it. And yeah. And and I I hear you, Jazz. I told, I told mom, I said, mom, you know, why don't you uh, just drive up to uh, drive to the house and, and we can uh, uh, social distance in the back. She's like, well, I haven't driven that. I haven't driven in a minute, you know. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. hold on. Who are you? What are <laughs> you this ain't happening. <laughs> you know, mom would drive from here to Europe. You know, like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, come on. <laughs> no, right. for sure. Even, even for uh, my grandma, my nana, and my mom's mom, um, her, she has doctor's appointments over FaceTime. Yeah. And one, me, either my mom or I will be there. Because, you know, another thing about the elderly, they will make it seem like that they've been doing everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's yeah, like, well, yeah. I, um, well, I went outside. I'm like, Nana, no, you didn't. Because Nana's so funny. She, she'll she say, it's so cool today. And I'm like, Nana, it is 95 degrees outside. You better open these windows and open these blinds. But 
it's interesting to see even with that how the doctor that how the doctors maneuver being able to take care of their clients you know right. I, and it, it which also requires us to help like there's certain things that we have to do you know with nana for for the doctors to know okay is she doing what she's supposed to do is right. she eating what she's supposed to eat right. and and it's interesting because you know it's important she in one of the one one of the things that the doctors always says is fair that's my grandma's name you have to elevate your legs you have to get around oh, yeah, you can't absolutely. and she and she thinks going to the bathroom going to bed going to the refrigerator going to the sink that's enough no, it isn't. But it's not because Nana was the type. Nana went and got her nails done. Nana yeah. went and got her hair done. Yeah. Nana went to Denny's. Nana, went, you know, she she did get out more. You know what I'm saying? And so it isn't the same. And so I bought Nana some um, workout bands, you know, in the meantime to to work with, you know, and everything. So it's it's you know it's it's trying to it's you know we all have to come together and try to get our elderly love you know all of our elderly family out there. Say something. Be out there. Uh, encourage uh, vitality amongst our seniors. Don't allow them to lose that urge of movement. Wait a minute. Did you like just wake up? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> you just came with a whole bunch of power. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you saying? You just came you out saying, of nowhere. Are you, saying, are you saying, you said that I just wake up. Are you saying that I've been asleep this whole damn time? <laughs> I'm saying that this is the most calm I've ever experienced you until the until the last 30 seconds. It's like, there he is. <laughs> So, oh my gosh, I can't believe like we've this all this time passed. I had like 15 things to talk about, but really, really quick, Senator, yes. give me your synopsis on Kanye. Oh my god, <laughs> president of what? President of his uh, president of his ranch. That's what he needs uh, to do. You know, in Wyoming. Okay, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. He blames every, there is mental, mental illness is real. Okay. But let me say this. Let me say this. Mental illness is real. And I've told people before, do not misconstrue mental illness with idiotic behavior. Okay. You can have both. You can be an idiot and unfortunately have mental illness. Okay. This is a rare occasion where you have an unfortunate situation, unfortunately, with a person with mental illness. But he also, he's just, you can't just blame everything on mental illness. Everybody's blaming, you know, every time somebody does something crazy, they say, oh, you know, it's mental illness. No, you're just, you're just an idiot. Okay. And unfortunately, he has a combination of both. You know, and when people do crazy stuff, they say, well, you know, he's kind of mentally ill and stop trying. People are real people outside that are out there that are actually sick and let's give them the treatment that they deserve. But stop blaming all crazy behavior on mental illness. And that's what we have here now with the Kanye, uh, with the Kim Kardashians. OK. They have a way of tearing down men and they have a way of tearing down black men. OK. Every black person that they've dated have gone away with some type 
of mental health illness. And it's unfortunate. And let me that's, just, let me just, and that's what Kanye said. Let me let me let me just read this last tweet that he that he sent out Saturday to your point. There he said, there is a there is a tactic of four D's distract, discredit, dismiss, and to destroy. I am quite all right. Take a second and think about what is being projected here. I couldn't agree more. That's exactly right. I, agree. I couldn't agree more. Kanye's fine. He's fine. Kanye is fine. Kanye is fine. Okay. And but but he said he said on the he said on the he said on the uh tweets that his family has a history of tearing down people. Their husband the the uh what's the father's name? Bruce his father? Bruce Bruce, Black, Bruce, um, Bruce Caitlin. said Caitlin said the same thing. Uh the other NBA player that was married to Lamar. 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 Lamar said the same thing. He said and they Rob. have a way. And, and Rob. 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 Yeah. And Rob. They said they have a way of chewing up and wrecking the minds of the men that they date. And Kanye said the mother is the, the king mastermind of it. Chris John Un. That's what Chris, he said. He says she's Chris John Un. That's exactly now, what he what, said. What is, what's up That's with that? Crazy. Listen, we love you. We love you. We love you. Oh. Oh is my time up? It's so yeah. sad. Um, How can the listeners find you, Senator? Uh, Instagram. Isadore Hall. Isadore Hall Instagram. Or uh, Twitter and Facebook. Isadore Hall. And okay, so... That means all social platforms. <laughs> I don't have to look. All social platforms. You can find me. It's Bianca Banks. I-T-S-B-I-A-N-C-A-B-A-N-K-S on all social platforms. I don't have TikTok. And, and at the M&D show. I don't have TikTok. <laughs> and you can find me, Jazz, at Jazz Nation, J-A-S-N-A-T-I-O-N-N on Instagram because that's all I have. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. I love you guys. Thank you. <laughs>